Here we are once again recording more fan fiction for you. And once again, we have Swimming in the Moonlight by Fal Catricon. This time it's chapter two called Little Lies. Craig stepped into his apartment after work the next day. Mine's still on their talk. They ended up scuba diving that night, though Craig was pretty sure he watched Mitch far more than the reef. He was still unsure if maybe he'd gotten into some sort of poisonous cloud or eaten bad food, but Mitch certainly seemed real enough. He rubbed at his face. Damn, he forgot to be mad at him for hiding such a thing. At least he was supposed to as a friend. Considering how unbelievable and unique he was, it was probably a good thing Mitch managed to keep that secret this long. He wasn't lying when he said he didn't want his friend in some government facility. He had tried his best not to act any different for Mitch's sake, though he might have run off to his tower a bit faster than normal. It was still amazing something like a merman could exist, and that it was Mitch. Welcome home, Gina called from the loft. Craig hiked up the stair to lightly kiss her hair and see what sort of painting she was working on. It looked like she had just started, so he decided not to make a comment. Too many positive comments too soon sometimes had her thinking he was just complimenting to be nice and not actually because he liked it. To be honest, he was already digging the color choices for the base. She looked at him quizzically. You okay? Yes, he was fairly sure he hadn't been acting oddly. Heck, he'd been trying his best not to be. Maybe that was the problem. Rolling her eyes, Gina nudged his shoulder. You've been a bit spacey since yesterday after the swim. I assume you were just tired, but today, she shrugged, just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine. He tried his best to laugh it off and headed down the stair towards the kitchen. I'm guessing leftovers for tonight. She trailed after him. Yep, I made plenty yesterday, so I figured I could get some art done instead. They made plates and heated them up. What, it was just tapas or something? Anyways, dinner was uneventful for the most part, both offering small chit-chat about their day. As they were cleaning up the dishes, though, Gina decided to ask again, Are you sure you're okay? Did something happen between you and Mitch? No! It was louder than he meant. So Craig coughed and brought his tone down. <laughs> I, I promise you, <laughs> there's nothing. That brought out the skeptical eyebrow. She patted his chest. If you have a crush on him, I promise I won't be mad. What? That stopped Craig in his tracks, derailing his thoughts. Gina's teasing smirk showed she had been joking, but he had been concentrating so hard on not giving up that he had a secret. Her words blindsided him. No, nothing like that. <laughs> but there's something then. Gina laughed at his surprise as she worked her way through the dishes. <laughs> you know, I'm a good sounding board for that stuff. He heaved a sigh. <sighs> Look, he kind of told me a secret and I'm not supposed to spread it around. It's, uh, it's personal. He took the dishes she rinsed and put them in the dishwasher. Promise. He couldn't help the odd fidget, though. Honestly... How the hell would he ever explain that Mitch was a merman if she pressed? That was going to drive him nuts. If it was a crutch thing, it would somehow be easier. Her laughter faded and her eyes narrowed a little, and that contemplation look that always worried him. Uh-huh. She handed him the last of the dishes. If he has a crush on you, I'm not mad either. This time, 
Craig gave the appropriate long-suffering sigh at her tease, seeing the beginning of a grin on her lips. <laughs> you wish. She pretended to think hard on it. I mean, he does have a nice chest. <laughs> the words were followed by laughter as he fake slapped her arm in retaliation, shooting her back towards her loft in art. He watched her a moment as her giggles died out and she refocused on the painting. She was beautiful and somehow able to deal with the mess that was him. He couldn't help the soft sigh as he turned back to his office and his own stack of work. Bedtime came soon enough. Gina coming to collect him from his work. It was a slog, but distracting enough he hadn't noticed the time. He ended up with her close in his arms and they laid down, comfortably resting and ready for sleep. And of course... That meant Gina wanted to talk a bit. I know you said it was personal, but you have seemed kind of bothered by it. You sure you can't tell me anything? He sighed, ruffling her hair with his breath and tugging her closer. <sighs> it's his secret to tell. You can ask him. Okay. There was a long enough pause. Craig was starting to drift off when she softly giggled. <laughs> if anything happens with you two, bring him home. Gina. He couldn't help his own laugh as he moved tickling her in retaliation. She laughed and rolled, trying to get away without actually getting up. She finally cried uncle, and he stole a kiss before sinking back into his spot. She snuggled back into place, and they finally relaxed properly for bed. Eddie leaned on the railing of his tower, watching Shawnee do a walk around. While they did argue a lot, he had to admit she was getting to be his best friend at this point. Heck, he couldn't help but admit he was beginning to maybe love her. Which, honestly, the feeling was sudden and quick, but she was gorgeous. Not that he felt he could do anything. They were both from different economic backgrounds. Plus the whole he was a shark thing. <laughs> Pretty sure that would be a hard no from her. He had to wonder how Mitch did it, considering he had a kid and all. She gracefully walked her way back up the ramp, hooking the float on the tower as she headed into the little room. He followed out of curiosity. She had brought a bag with her and had been checking on it obsessively. It was honestly really weird. He couldn't help a teasing grin as he walked up behind her, quickly snagging the bag. What did you bring today? No. The reply was so sharp and sudden Eddie paused. She looked near desperate. He looked down and immediately dropped it, thankful he hadn't reached in. I'm so sorry. The soft brown fur was instantly recognizable to him having swam enough times with the local sea population. Then his brain properly put pieces together and he looked quickly back up at her. Selkie? Shawnee quickly bundled up the bag and backed up. Eddie raised his hands and scooted over out of the doorway. He wanted her to stay, but wasn't going to force it. She took a long, deep breath when she realized what he was doing and relaxed just a little. How do you know? Eddie tried to smile. I'm not really human either, but since the whole no parents thing, I'm not exactly sure what I am, so I did research. He shrugged slightly and pointed to his jacket behind her. Mine is a belt and in my coat. She heaved a sigh and sunk against the wall of the tower. You know, I was worried about having to bring this here. We have cleaners in and I don't need to be impromptu married to a random stranger. She tried to offer her own tremulous smile. I never had someone to talk about it with before. He took her sudden relaxing as acceptance to him being there and easily stepped into her space for his jacket and the belt therein. Maybe you can answer what I am then. He tugged it out and offered it for inspection. Mine doesn't have the whole marriage thing attached. She leaned forward to look over his belt, then immediately pushed back again in surprise. What the hell, you're a shark? 
she bundled her bag close to her chest in fear and pushed past him, too fast to see the look of utter confusion and hurt cross his face. Shawnee, he called after her, trying to get her to stop. She didn't listen as she ran, and he couldn't follow and abandon the tower. Watching her carefully and noting which direction she was headed, he picked up the phone to get a hold of Mitch. Craig leaned on the desk in Mitch's office. I really suck at keeping secrets. She knows there's something, but not what. He sighed and ran a hand through his hair. I got away with saying it was personal, but she's still curious. Mitch laughed and patted his arm. If it makes you feel any better, I thought about it. If you really want to arrange a time, we can tell her. I'll let you. He offered a smile. I trust her as much as I trust you. Raising an eyebrow, Craig gave him an incredulous look, which is why you never told me. He heaved a long, suffering sigh, though smiled at Craig's teasing. Yeah, yeah, I'll never live it down. I'm sorry I'm a freak of nature and didn't tell you. Shuffling some paperwork around, he continued to talk. Do you want to do another scuba trip soon? Sounds like fun. Craig couldn't help but think of the way Mitch looked underwater. His scales reflecting the refracted sunlight. Which was weird, because that wasn't normally what popped into his head at scuba. Tomorrow? Mitch looked up to answer, but the phone began to ring. Yeah, sounds good. It was distractedly said before he picked up the phone. Mitch Buchanan, what can I do for you? Mitch, Shawnee ran off, and I need backup so I can go after her. Eddie frantically spoke into the phone. Slow down. Mitch leaned forward, his expression immediately going serious. Craig gave him a curious look. What happened? Eddie took a deep breath as Shawnee left his sight line. I told her. Before Mitch could chide him, he continued, I thought I'd be okay because she's a selkie, Mitch. She recognized my belt. Okay. Mitch looked up at Craig, weighing his options. Craig and I will come be your backup. Eddie began to make a noise of protest about the same time Craig did. Mitch waved Craig off as he talked over both of them. Don't worry, he knows about me. You'll be fine. Just do your job. In the meantime, focus on that. Hurry. Eddie hung up, leaving Mitch to stare at the receiver. He sighed and looked at the man he volunteered without asking. Okay, quick rundown as we go. He stood up and grabbed his jacket as they headed towards the garage. Eddie is like me, but not. And turns out Shawnee is too. But something about whatever Eddie is had her run off. He's going to try and find her while we watch the tower. I volunteered because I can trust you with this. Um, Craig followed, frowning slightly mild confusion, but less annoyed at being conscripted. He thought he followed generally what Mitch had said. Maybe. At least he knew Eddie and Shawnee needed someone to trust right now. And he was willing to be there. Anyone else I should know about? Mitch shook his head and shrugged. Not that I know. Just learned about Shawnee myself, so who knows? He quickly jumped into a truck and flicked on the lights as Craig pulled in. Thankfully, for Eddie's sake, their tower wasn't too far from base. And that was Chapter 2, Little Lies. Stay tuned for Chapter 3, Feelings. <laughs>